Hey church, it's Pastor Michael with another episode for the Redemption Podcast. Last Friday, Pastor Trevor encouraged us with the truth that love wins. Love overcomes evil. More specifically, God's love wins over our sinful hearts and enables us to love others. We don't have to return evil for evil. Instead, we can represent our Savior and love our enemies. We can extend grace in the face of grief. We can be patient amidst a painful trial. We can sacrifice for the good of others, even if it means suffering. Of course, this is a supernatural love. This is Christian love. This is how the world will know we are Jesus' disciples. We will love them. In a world with unreasonable bylaws, pandemic, upheaval, senseless violence, media agendas, deep-seated hurt, resentment, bitterness, anger, hate, slander, pride, fear, greed, manipulation, abuse, and every other variety of sin, in a world that is broken, cursed, flawed, and fracturing, in a world that is confused, searching, grasping, and collapsing. In the midst of all this, we love. And love, by definition, moves toward need, not away from it. Because you see, love cares. Biblical love runs deep. It cares about a person holistically, so that it takes interest and then takes action. For example, when God's people were slaves in Egypt, he saw their affliction, he heard their cries, and he knew their suffering, which led him to deliver them from the land of pain into the land of promise. God understood their grief, which moved him to compassion and compelled him to act. It was the same with Jesus. During his earthly ministry, Jesus embodied humble and honest compassion. He saw with his heart, not just with his eyes, and this moved him to care for people. Jesus invited those with great needs and hurts and burdens to draw near to him. He would provide rest and freedom and hope and joy by taking their weakness and heavy loads upon himself. This is the heart of Christ. He loves to love. He does not wait for the unlovely to become lovable or the broken to be healed or the outcast to conform or the rejected to be accepted or the undesirable to become pleasant. Instead, he approaches the worst and weary. He makes the first move because he sees their need. He is eager to understand and to offer life. One example among many is Jesus' encounter with the leper in Luke 5, 12 to 13. It reads, While he was in one of the cities, there came a man full of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and begged him, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean and immediately the leprosy left him. Leprosy was a terrible, deforming, and highly contagious skin disease that rendered its victims hurting, hopeless, and alone. It was much worse than COVID-19. Those with leprosy did not have a three-phase plan for relaxing restrictions and returning to normal life. They looked forward to lifelong isolation, poverty, mistreatment, and emotional hardship. In this case, the leper begged Jesus to make him clean, Again, the man needed more than physical cleaning. He needed spiritual cleansing and the opportunity to restart his life. Of course, Jesus was willing and able to restore the man. He performed miracles throughout his ministry to authenticate his claim as the Messiah and to preview the coming kingdom. So it's not surprising that Jesus healed the man. What's surprising is that he touched the leper. Touching a leper was unthinkable. Those who did so were ridiculed. They were unclean and forced to self-isolate. Jesus, however, was more concerned about extending grace than saving face. 
For years, the leper had no physical affection, no handshakes, no pat on the back, no hugs, extreme coronavirus restrictions. After untold misery and quarantine, Jesus stretched out his hand and reassured him. In Mark's gospel, it says that when Jesus saw the leopard and heard his cry for mercy, he was moved with compassion. He slowed down long enough to feel the leper's pain and it compelled him to act. The leper did not deserve or earn Jesus' hand upon his shoulder. Nevertheless, in the middle of the city for all to see, Jesus put his clean hand on the body of this unclean man. He stopped walking, he stopped teaching, he stopped answering questions, and for a moment, devoted all his attention toward one desperate man. This was a touch of grace, followed by words of grace. Thankfully, Jesus is still compassionate. Each day he draws near to us in our need, as he did with a leper and countless others. And when we experience his grace, we are empowered and emboldened to love others in the same way. Love is always risky and costly, but it is also always right. Take time to think about Jesus' enduring and unfailing love towards you. Consider not just his past grace, but his present, abiding, continual love towards you. You know you're starting to understand it when it causes you to compassionately and actively love the weak and hurting people in your life.